Okotov, today's daf is daf Pei Beis in Ksubis, as we learned for a four Shlema, for Allah's Ben Ra'uma and for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. <clears throat> From the two dots, about seven, eight lines down on the page. Um, a man had um, a brother, let's say Reuven's married to Leah, Reuven died, and um, Shimon heard that his brother died in Masa Machasya. In other words, that he has a Shemer Siyab, he has a sister-in-law that he's supposed to make even more chalitza to. There were other brothers there as well. Boachula Mifsula Begita. But, you know, the Yavam gets all the Nechassim, he inherits all the assets of the, of the deceased brother. So <clears throat> the other brothers weren't happy with that. So they wanted to passel up Leah, in other words, so that Shimon wouldn't be able to marry her. They wanted to give her a get, or one brother wanted to give her a get. So Boachua Lemifslo Begitza Mine wanted to give her get. In this way, the Yerusha would go to all the brothers because uh, there's no more Yibum. There's no more Yibum. And uh, obviously, there's no children. Otherwise, there wouldn't be Yibum. Uh, the Yerusha goes to the father, and presumably the father wasn't around anymore, so it goes down to the sons, and they would all get a share. <coughs> so Shimon said, let's assume Levi was the one who wanted to passel him up. Shimon, Shimon was the older brother than Levi, and Levi wanted to give her a get. So. Shimon said, listen, Amalei, he said to Levi, my datach, what's your concern? What's your thinking? If you're worried about the assets, I'll tell you what, I won't take everything. I'll split it with you. I'll split Ruben's assets with you. Nothing to lose. Amalei, he told him, I'm afraid that obviously you'll do to me like we had the other day, the Pumpadisian uh, uh, scoundrel, the rogue who uh, cheated, who said he was going to and then he didn't. I'm afraid you're going to cheat me. So I'd rather be sure of it by making her, making Leah impossible to marry you by giving her a get first, as we learned back in Yavamas, even though uh, she's supposed to get chalitza. But if you give her a get, uh, nobody can marry her anymore. Once you got a get, that's it. You have to give her chalitza now, and you can't marry her. So Amalei, so he says, that's what you're worried about? He says, he bought I'll divide it with you right now. Now, before Shimon consummates the Yibam with Leah, he's not entitled to the assets. He can't really split it now. He just said that. If you want, I'll split it with you tonight. Amar Mar Bar Ravashi. I forgot the Chiyas of Dimi, even though when Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael. Amar Riochan. He said the name of Riochan. Amar Lechaveiro. If a person tells, uh, let's say, Yisachar and Zvulin, Yisachar tells Zvulin, Lechem Shoch Parazu, go and pull this para, and you'll acquire it that way. But Veloti Lechaknuya Elachar Shloshim I want it only to be. I want it to, you to acquire it only after thirty days. You don't acquire it from right now. You're going to get it after thirty days. Lachalah Midyom Kana. And after 30 days, he acquires Vafilo Medes even though Norman Mashiach has to go into the Rishus of the Lokech, or the recipient, even if it's standing, let's say, in a, in a swamp, in an area, in a public area, or a semi-public area, he's still toning. Hossam, Biyado, over there, it's different. Even though he says, listen, you will acquire it later on. And what was Ruvain effect, uh, what was uh, the Shimon telling Levi over here? Listen, you're worried, you don't want me to perform Yibam because you're going you're gonna to miss half the assets? I'll split with you. He says, eh, maybe you'll cheat me. He says, no, I'll tell you what, I'll give, it ha- I'll give, it, I'll give you half of it right now. I'll, give you, I'll, I'll, I'll split it with you right now. But he doesn't really get it right now until he consummates. So he says, okay, um, later on when I consummate, it'll be yours from right now. So he says, that's, and even though Rav Dimi said in the name of Yochran, that if a guy tells, Yisachat uh, al pull this para, acquire this para, and you'll get it after 30 days, that it's a good acquisition, and he gets it after 30 days. Hassan Biyado, there it's different because he could give it to him right now. Yisachar has the para right now. He could give it to Zvulun right now and make him acquire it. But 
he says, I want you to get after 30 days. So since he can get it after 30, since he, if he wanted to, he can give it to him right now. After 30 days, it works as well. But over here, but over here, he's not empowered to do it right now. It's not his. It's not, it's a, it's a double-shalom as far as he's concerned. So that's the, so that's what he says. So therefore, what he told him, I'll split it with you from right now, is really meaningless. It's just a, uh, it's just an excuse. He really can't give it to him right now. Can't let, you know, uh, Shimon cannot give it to Levi now. So Morana says, what do you mean? How do you say that in the case of the par, it does work? He said, low, honey. You just said in the case of the para, if Sachatel is willing, listen, pull the para and you'll get it after 30 days. Uh, that's what, that's what uh, Rav Dimi says. Robin said, Rabbi Yochanan says, he's not Kohen. He says, that's not a kasha. Low kasha. If he tells him, after 30 days, you'll get it from right now. In other words, retro, retroactively, you'll get it from right now when you did the Mashiach. That works if you did a proper Mashiach. We don't care where it is 30 days from now because we're going according to the kingdom of right now when he pulls it into his own Rishus. But if he didn't say you're quiet right now, pull it now and acquire it in 30 days' time from then. Then it doesn't work. In 30 days' time, he's not doing a Kenyan. And in, in between, it wasn't his. So how does he acquire it? That's the difference between But over here in our case, in the case of the Yavam, he can't even tell him because he's not empowered to do it right now. He couldn't give it to him right now. If he can't give it to him right now, he can't tell him, to, he can't tell him you'll get it later on after I consummate retroactively. What happens if the Yavam fulfilled his words? He consummated the, uh, the, the uh, marriage with the Yavama. In other words, Shimon uh, consummated with Leah. And then he wanted to give Levi half, half of the portion. Now, loss of Leklum, he's not entitled to. Why? Because those assets which belong to Ruvain and now go to Shimon, but they are all pledged, they are all uh, pledged for um, the ksuba of Leah. They're all secure. In other words, they are the security for Leah's ksuba. And he is not entitled to sell them. He's got to, everything has to stay intact until, until uh, he gives her the ksuba. So he's not entitled to sell them or give them away. So therefore, it's done nothing. What about the Gemara says, what happens if he, if he divided them right now before he did the Yibo Mao? Of there for sure the loss of a loklum because they're not his right now. They're in his possession after he consummates, but even then he can't. He's not entitled to sell them. So the Gemara says, why was the second kasha even a kasha? Maskel of Sheishes hashta yibam b'achirachilik. Marach when he was made yibam first, he consummated, and then when he he they were in his possession, he he divided them up and he gave Levi half of it. Let's say loss of loklum. It's he's not he's it's meaningless because he's not entitled to sell them. So certainly if he divided them before he even took possession of them, certainly they're, they're, it's meaningless. So the answer is the question, the answer to the question is Shnei Masim Hayu. They weren't, the questions were not asked in order, you know, like consecutive. They first asked this question of Yibam Achilak and then Chilak Achilak They were two separate incidents that had no bearing on one another and that's why the questions came up and they're so quoted in the Gemara. But of course, if you know once that Yibam Vachachilik doesn't work, so certainly Chilik Vachachim is certainly no good. Or whether he consummated, whether Shimon consummated and then divided up half with Levi, or whether he uh, divided up first and then he was Miyabam, Loasavaloklum. That's what Rishlakish Paskin and that Yumar also Paskins now Hilchasa. The halacha is that. Law of a low
That's the Gemara. Vilchus a loss will come. That's meaningless. He's not entitled to sell them. So the Mishnah is Vacham Omrim Peiros and Mechubaram Lekark. The Mishnah had said that Peiros, which are attached to the ground, right? Peiros, which are attached to the ground, they go to him. That's what the, apparently the Mishnah said. Peiros Mechubaram Lekarka. So Mechubaram Lekarka go to him. That's how the Mishnah read the way we have the Mishnah. So Vacham Omrim Peiros Mechubaram Lekarka Shalom. All the assets, these assets here, these payers are here. It's just like the karka is meshubah to her, is, uh, is a security, is, is, uh, is mortgaged, uh, like a pledge for the ksubah, so are the payers. You've got to change it. It really is hers. The payers belong to her. So we, this is really like back in Yavamas. The Mishnah said that once he marries her, then she's his wife in all aspects. Says, so what do you mean by that? Of course, once Shimon consummates the Yibum and, and, and consummates with uh, Leah, of course it's his wife. If he decides now to divorce her, he can divorce her with a get only. Doesn't need chalitz anymore. And if he's not a Kohen, he could take her back too. He could marry her back. So the Gemara says... Megar beget pshita. Obviously, you have to give her a go once his wife. It's not the same of the yibma. The pasuk says, "Ule kachaloli isha v'yibma." And b'miyabma rachmana v'dayin yibma roshanalev. In other words, even though he's married her now, even though Shimon is married to Leah, his deceased brother Ruvain's wife, but even though he married her, it's still called yivama. He's a yavam, she's a yavam. It's also called yibumin. And you might think. That if he wants to get rid of her now, if he decides to divorce her, not enough to get a regular writ of writ of divorce, a bill of divorce. I get Ella You need chalitza at least as well. Uh, you know, I think you may need at least. You still need chalitza. Maybe, maybe you still need, you need a get because in a way he's consummated. No different than Mimer. You need a get for the Mimer, but you still need chalitza. Kamash know that he's his wife totally now. Right, he's his wife totally, as it says, Isha, and once it's his wife, it's his wife, and now all you give it is again, again Machzira. So he says, okay, it's he, he's like his wife in all aspects, and he can divorce her, and if he's not a Kohen, he can marry again. Again, Pshita, isn't that obvious? Why can't he marry her again? No, Mao the same mitzvah Ramila Avda. He did the mitzvah. The Torah told him that if your brother dies with no children, and he's your brother from your father's side, you're supposed to marry his wife. Okay, even though normally Eishasach is an Isser Kares, it's considered uh, incest. And um, if the brother had children, it's certainly incest. It's like marrying her while her brother's married to her. It's, it's Mamash Chayv Kares. So Madison and Mitzvah he did the Mitzvah of Yibum. Once he's done, that's it. You can't do marry her again. Now she's just, she's just your sister-in-law. She's just your brother's wife. The Mitzvah of Yibum is no longer there. The Hashitekim Labi Yisrach, maybe now Yisrach, why were you allowed to marry her now? It's not a mitzvah of Yibam anymore. You already did the Yibam. You divorced her. How can you marry her now? I might think now, goes back to a regular mitzvah, and it's Yisra Karas, Kamash Malon, teaches us, no, you could marry her again. Why not? It makes sense. Remember, we talked about that. Why is, uh, why, why are you allowed to marry her? It's like, all the questions that we discuss. It's a special mitzvah that you can marry your brother's wife when there are no children. It's special mitzvah, but otherwise... If you're not performing the mitzvah, it's Osir. So why maybe it's Taka Osir. Amakra Ula Kachaloli Isha. Once you take her for a wife, Kivan Shalaka, once you took her, Nasus Kishtos is your wife in all aspects, no longer considered your brother's wife, and it's not an Isabation Sakha, you can marry her again if you're not a Kohen. Why does the 
Why does the uh, the new husband Shimon pay the ksuba from her from uh, Ruvain's nechassim from his deceased brother's nechassim? Why doesn't he pay his own? It wasn't his uh, wasn't his choice to marry her. The Torah told him you're supposed to marry her and be makayim shem Achiv, take over from your brother. So the Torah, the Torah, Hashem, as Hashem gave him the wife. Uh, there's not even any kedushin, right? He just has he, he just has beer with her, and he consummates. The Leslo Merishon Islam But if there is, if the Reuben was young, left no assets, he didn't have any money. You still have, you have to. Shimon still has to give her a, a, a ksuba on his own if there were no assets to pay the ksuba. We've said most shitas hold the ksuba is the, is the rabbanim. The rabbis institute ksuba, so you should think twice before divorcing her. So if, again, the Torah said that he takes the place of his brother. So therefore, the chosim to pay the ksuba come from the brother. But if the brother left nothing, he still has to have, Shimon still has to make his own ksuba, also he shouldn't say, here's your ksuba and I'm going to take the rest of the money. Uh, here's enough money to pay your ksuba. You shouldn't do that. And then it said, by a regular husband also. Right? The mission said, not only by, not only by a, um, uh, a uh, yavama, but uh, you shouldn't tell your wife, okay, here's the money set aside for your ksuba, and I'm, the rest of the assets I can, I can do what I want with. I could sell them and deal with them, etc. So, what does it mean? In the case of Yibam, he didn't write her in the ksuba because he never wrote a ksuba. He's just using his brother's ksuba. He never wrote to her that all my assets, those that I bought, the kanoi that I bought in the past, the kanina that I will buy in the future, are all... Uh, pledge towards your ksuba. So there, you know, we're telling you, um, you might think there, there's an issue. So therefore, you have to tell me that, okay, you know, all the assets are pledged to, uh, to you, even though I didn't, I didn't personally pledge them, but he shouldn't, we're telling you, you shouldn't say, Despite the fact that you didn't personally pledge all your assets, you shouldn't say, here's your ksuba. But over here in a regular wife, where the man himself wrote the ksuba to his wife, and he said, all my assets, those that I bought and those that I will buy, I might think if he wrote that into the ksuba already, so she'll be satisfied with that, and she will, uh, she'll rely on that, and uh, you could give her the ksuba, and say, here's your ksuba, and say, well, even if for some reason this money disappears, or these assets that are going to pay your ksuba disappears, but since he wrote to her specifically, this man wrote to his own wife, all the assets that I bought and that I will buy, so I might think that over here, uh, she relies on this guarantee, and she's not worried about it, and therefore you could, uh, you could uh, set aside your ksuba and say, here, here's your ksuba, and um, I can do what I want with the rest of the assets. No, Kamashman, you can't do that because you, all your assets are supposed to be uh, a security for the ksuba. Girshay lo ksuba. However, he divorces her. All she's entitled to is the ksuba. She's not entitled to anymore. In other words, the assets that Shimon inherited from Reuben, his brother, who after Shimon consummated the Yavama. And now, if he divorced her, she's only entitled to the ksuba, nothing else. So the Gemara says, well, that's only if he divorced her, but if he didn't divorce her, he can't just say, here's your assets. This teaches like Ravaba, who said back on Pe'alaf and Ralaf on yesterday's daf, what did he say? There Rashi tells us, the way around it, if a person wants to be able to get the assets, and he doesn't want to wait until you know he dies or 
he divorces her. So he could say, listen, if he's a Kohen, he should sit down, give her a nice meal, and try to pacify her and say, do you mind, do you mind if I sell some of the assets? I want to do some business here. I don't want just the assets to sit here as a security for your Ksuba. That's if he's a Kohen, because he can't divorce her. But if he's, a, if he's not a Kohen, he can divorce her and take her back. Divorce her, give her the Ksuba, and take her back. When he takes her back, he doesn't have to do the Ksuba. He doesn't have to, uh, all, the, all the assets of the, of the brother are not Meshuvah anymore, because he already divorced her and he paid off the Ksuba. So that's the point. Only if he divorced her is he pay off the ksuba and that's it. But if he didn't divorce her, no. All the assets are Meshubit. And that's what Rashi says. We already know that. There we said it, all my assets that could be there was simply a good etzah to make her feel good. But here we're telling you specifically that if you divorced her, then she's only entitled to ksuba. But if you didn't divorce her, no, you're not entitled to sell off any of the assets that he got from his brother. Everything is Meshubah to Ksubah. So if he took her back, now let's say the Yavim divorced her, gave her the Ksubah, and then he brought her back, that she's only entitled to the Ksubah. That's, that's assuming that he didn't give her the Ksubah. In other words, let's say Shimon now decides, okay, I want to divorce her. He divorces her. He figures, okay, I'll get rid of her now. I'll give her the Ksubah. I'm a kind Yibam already. I did the Yibam. I, I had enough. I don't want to mar- be married to her. I'll divorce her. And then he took her back. So she's like all other women, and she's only entitled to the ksuba, meaning she's only, she's only entitled to the ksuba that was originally there, if he didn't give it to her yet. So zero, my what's the chiddush in that? Tanir, we learn on Megashas Ishto, if a man divorces his wife, machsir, and he takes her right back, even if he didn't write a new ksuba, if he didn't pay off the old one, it's under the condition that he's going to, it's, it's under the assumption that the first ksuba will eventually be will be the second ksuba too, then from this marriage. There won't be another ksuba. He took her back under, under the condition of the first ksuba. So we see the same thing. We have that by a regular woman. So why, why by a Yavama should it be any different? Mount Asema Ishtu, who the Iu of law ksuba, ksumine, by a regular wife, he is the one who wrote the ksuba. There we say that idea that if he takes her back, it's assumed that she's going to get the first ksuba. Alva Yavimto, the low Iu of law, Shimon never wrote the first ksuba to her. Rumain did. So hecha the girshef he divorced her vahad when he took her back emeksubas mine maybe the ksuba is not based from Reuven but he's got to give his own new ksuba kamash will know that we don't say that um, and, and he didn't have ksuba when when the yavama when the yavama when the yavam divorced her uh, the ksuba is from Reuven so if he took her back so maybe he should do his own ksuba now kamash we don't say that the ksuba goes from the first one that's assuming he didn't give her the ksuba yet. If he paid her all off and they're finished, and then he, a few years later he marries her, then of course he'd have to write a new ksuba. Originally, they would just write the ksuba simple. Absula gets 200, Amara gets 100. But the women weren't happy with that because they said, what, $200? <laughs> when we get divorced, who knows if you'll have $200 in the bank? Who knows what it'll be? They would get older without getting married. The men would get old and they would because the women wouldn't marry them. That's what would happen. Uh, they weren't, they, they, they did not pledge all their assets uh, towards the ksuba. They just said, I'll give you 200 bucks and that's it. And uh, the women wouldn't marry them. The men would get old and they wouldn't be able to marry any women. Nobody would marry them. I said, whatever you married for, you're going to leave me uh, holding the bag with nothing? And he decreed that and he said, no, you know what? All his assets, despite the fact that he just said, I'm going to give you $200, all the assets are pledged towards the ksuba. And that's what he said. That's what he pledged. He decreed that that's what should happen. 
We have a Bryce like this too. Not just Rabbi Yehuda said it, but Rabbi said that originally they would just write um, to a, a virgin would get $200, and a mana meaning a, a baula would get $100. Again, when we say mana, we mean a, a, a grusha also. And the men would get older, they wouldn't be able to marry any any uh, women. Nobody nobody wanted to marry them. Eskinu, that doesn't mean nobody, but there were many men who couldn't get married because the women didn't want to rely on that. They made a takana, they made a decree. They said, you know what? We'll set aside the money in her father's house. We'll say, you know, the $200 that I'm going to give you if I divorce you, we'll put it, let's leave it with your father. That's pretty good. So now you know the money's not going to disappear. Your father's holding it uh, in a CD. He's got like an account for you. He's got the money in a safe. But dying, still, that wasn't, that didn't solve all the problems. That solved the fact that the women relied that they're going to get the money because it was in their own father's house, their father-in-law's house, I mean, the, the, the husband's father-in-law, meaning the, the wife's father had the money. But still, that wasn't a good idea. But dying Shukois, when he get angry, Shukois, when he get angry, Omalah, Lechi Eitzel Ksubaseich. Now, this doesn't mean to encourage that all men are entitled to get angry. We had the other day also that, you know, uh, you know if he gets angry, and uh, it's very common to get angry, just as it's common for her to be in need, all those things we discussed. doesn't mean it's an Eitzel. It just said some people get angry. Okay, go get your ksuba and get out of the house. Uh, you know, I'm giving you a get, go get your ksuba, say your father, go get out of here, go home. So that wasn't a good idea because we, the whole idea of the ksuba is that we don't want it to be easy for him to, to divorce her. So he'll think twice. Well, he's not going to think twice if the money's already set aside and it's already in her father's house. So they made a different katakana, that the money would be set aside, but it would be in his father's house. Her father-in-law's house. Sashiros, the wealthy ones, they made baskets of silver and gold out of it. In other words, they made it as a regular asset, not cash that would disappear, spending it at the Macaulay or at the store or whatever. They, they made some gold or silver ornaments out of it, you know, baskets or whatever. Aeneas, the poor ones, did, they, weren't, uh, they couldn't make gold and silver. Some of the gear saw like, that it was a brass. They made a brass a chamber pot out of it. They made something cheap, but they made something, a real asset that wouldn't just disappear. Um, and, and they left that in their father-in-law's house, so the, 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 the husband's father's house. But dying, but still, when he got angry, uh, okay, take your chamber pot or take your basket and get out of here. So here this price expands on the previous member of Yehuda. Uh, Rabbi said originally just prized two hundred dollars, one hundred dollars, and the women wouldn't marry them. And then Shimon Shetach came, and he made the real takanah. The Brisa tells you more. There were several decrees in between until Shimon Shetach gave the final smart decree, which said that listen, you might the promise is only two hundred dollars or hundred dollars or any additional amount that you want. But you know what? All my assets, those that I buy and those that I will buy, whether and and we had before, even if you didn't write that in the ksuba, all my assets that I will that I have and that I will buy. Are, are security for your ksuba, it still is effective because that's the takana of the chacham. Hadon l'cha'isha, and uh, tomorrow we'll start the new parakim. Have a good day, everybody. Shana tova.